Hey homies, I have good news about the good news. I'm sorry, I, when I thought, had that thought of an intro, I'm just, I just had to do it. But it's really just saying, y'all, God is alive and he has been so faithful in the season of life. I know I've spoken on that in several episodes, but he just really has. And it's just all about seeing him in the details of your life and in the specific times. And I'm not going to give a long intro as I usually do because I have a story and I have things to say and details to get into, but I'm going, but I hope you listen to all of this, no matter how long it ends up being, because it's not just about me. This story is about what God wants to do in your life. And he wants my story to help you have faith for your story and the things that Yes, he still wants to give you insight into twenty, in 2020. He still wants to give you faith in 2020. He still wants to give you peace, hope, joy in 2020 and to carry you into 2021. And he's still moving now. He's always been working through, through you and in you. And you just have to have the faith and the trust in him to believe. And so the verse, I do have a verse for this episode and let me get my bible okay so the verse is nehemiah and it's nehemiah 8 wait let me let me make sure yes it's nehemiah 8 and it starts at verse 10 and it says and nehemiah continued go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared this is a sacred day before our, before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites too quieted the people, telling them, Hush, don't weep, for this is a sacred day. So the people went away to eat and drink and at a festive meal to share gifts of food and to celebrate with great joy because they had heard God's words and understood them. And this is Nehemiah eight verses 10 through 12 and this just when i when i the verse that really got me is when it said this is a sacred day before our lord don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the lord is your strength and i think we always look to our circumstances to see our um to sustain us and to strengthen us but it's actually that's why we want to put our trust in God and not man and put our hope in God and not our circumstances and that's hard and I tell y'all I get caught up in that as well from time and time again but it's like the choice of remembering and getting that from your mind to your heart and your body and just stepping out in that from all the way through um, to the little details of your life and I wasn't going to tell this story all like I do. And I think I've been saying that a lot through this this um, season because I feel like I have to be careful sometimes because I say things prematurely. And this might seem premature too, but I really feel like a lot of things aligned for me to say this to you right now. And I've been saying a lot of that in this season because God has been speaking some deep and some big things into my life. And I want to give that message and that hope, but I know I can't, it's in seed form. And everyone is not entitled to 
knowing that about my life and I'm constantly learning that and pressing through that and seeing how that really is walked out in my life on an everyday basis and um, so I wanted it to this to be my last episode and it also is coincidentally a month ago that I fully got this vision from God it was it was November 9th that I got this vision from God I think I forgot to say the last episode of season two, not the last episode (laughs) that I ever record, but the last episode of season two. And it was on November 9th, it was when I fully got this vision because God had been piecing through these things and it was at night and I usually get a lot of these God downloads at night. Um, I think it's when I'm like either anxious or like in bed and kind of comfortable that he really just gives it to me and I'm like, hello, welcome. Okay, you are moving. Okay, great. Um, so to give a little backstory to get give you a fuller picture, I'm not the greatest storyteller, to be honest, so disclaimer. But I have always been someone who wanted to help people growing up. I knew like I was meant to put I was put on this earth to help people. And I know a lot of people say that, but like it was this deep yearning for me it was like seeing people on the side of have seeing homeless people on the side of the road and like have a deep pain in me and like a deep concern for them and for their lives and I was the girl who people wrote down that I helped them when they fell on the playground and I never knew what that was supposed to be how that I was supposed to steward that or what that was going to look like besides volunteering at nonprofits and different organizations and I let the I think I let the success and passions and people around me and trying to fit in and blah 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 and wanting to make friends all of those things keep me from no distracted me honestly from the gifts and passions that God gave me and I kind of you know the grass is greener on the other side kind of mentality of like oh look what that person's doing and I'm not doing that or I don't have that gift or I don't have that personality and not seeing like God gave me this personality he gave he also can elevate my personality and my personality is not rooted in what I think it should be or how other or society says it should be it's who God my identity in God and what God how God can use my personality and my gifts and my humor and my depth to really um empath people and add things and um like a legacy on this earth and I was constantly I y'all I don't even know I haven't counted because I'm I'm too nervous to count how many activities sports and clubs I was in mainly I'm nervous about how many sports I tried like legitimately actually that sounded like oh how many sports I was in like I did multiple at one time and like I was so invested no guys no I did fencing okay fencing let's take a moment and pause yes it kind of sounds cool that I did try it I must be honest like that could be like a small talk thing of like fencing you know but I did fencing I tried equestrian team like you almost you name it actually no I didn't try a lot of things that kind of were out of the box but like I did I did a lot basketball soccer you know didn't try football (laughs) okay but I didn't try softball as well I that's one thing that I was like no I'm I know for sure I'm gonna hurt somebody or I'm gonna hurt myself 
But shout out to my parents for funding all of those things. Thank you. You you were you were you were loyal. You were loyal. You really didn't give up. Okay. Um and in high school though, I started this nonprofit called Hope is Alive when I was 15. And I thought like this is like something that I've been interested in. I've been wanting to start something. I was involved in this organization and I wanted to help young girls with feeling alone or feeling like they're like they don't fit in or that they um, can't be themselves. But I didn't have the vision or the stamina at the time or the mental capacity to sustain that project. It was I had the right heart and I had the right um, why behind it, but it wasn't big enough to sustain what I really wanted to do and make the impact that I really wanted to do because I didn't just want to do something and for it to be just a cute thing. Like I wanted, I was selling t-shirts at the time to go and give the money back from the t-shirt sales to a nonprofit here in Atlanta called Girl Talk. And I had some vision, but it wasn't, I wasn't following God at the time. It wasn't sustaining. It wasn't um, something that I could see last because I wanted the t-shirts to be good. I didn't want them to be mediocre. I wanted the website to be good. I wanted just all of these things because, you know, I can get into perfectionist tendencies, but I just knew that it wasn't the time. And I still wear some of the shirts to bed at night. And I have the Hope is Alive, um, like, spirit jersey, if you know what that is. Like, um, it says Hope is Alive, established 2011 on the back. And I still wear it to this day. Um, All the time, I break it out in the winter. (laughs) And in fall, I guess. Also, like, I I was volunteering with these different organizations not because of school, but for, because I wanted to, because that was a yearning that I've had since I was younger to do these things. So I was, had my hands in trying different things and did an outlet to try to see if that I could be used in that way to help people and blah, blah, blah. And so I was just searching, grabbing everywhere, just kind of like all over the place. And so fast forward to college where I decided to be an entertainment industry study, entertainment industry studies major and um, minor in music business. So I wanted, I loved the thought of working in the music industry and helping people pursue their music career because I just loved, like one of my favorite places to be is at a concert. Like I just feel like we all just set aside our differences and really see that like, I don't know, we just have this thing in common and we have these songs and these lyrics and how they affected us in common. And I just still, that's why I do a song of the episode because I still love music. I still have, get excited when I hear a new song or excited when I think of going to a concert. And that's one of the things that I'm so excited to go to when we figure out all of what this coronavirus has in store. So I, I love music. I'll always love music. I'll have passion about hearing new bands and hearing new music and I'm open to different genres and I want to hear different artists and so I love the education that I got in college and it helped cultivate a love of learning and I don't think it was in vain I had professors that I loved I met great friends and great people in my classes and 
I still learned so much, even though my heart was like, mm, I don't, I don't know if this is, this is it. I don't know if this is it in the short term. I don't know if this is it in the long term. And I was seeing all these people's faces light up when they talked about their internships, they talked about the classes. And I was just like, I love, I like it, but I don't know if I fully am invested in it. And I just thought, okay, like, I don't want to quit. Just give it time. I almost transferred, but then I was like, no, give it time. And God was faithful in that because it ended up being the best thing that I didn't transfer and that I stayed in it and I made the friendships and I cultivated the friendships that I did have and cultivated the relationship with um, professors and just enjoy being in the heart of Nashville. And so... I have some things that I wanted to, some points that I wanted to make to help y'all see kind of how God was flowing and how God wants to flow in your life. So I actually today before I record, well, no, this is, it's hours. It's like two hours later, I guess you could say. But today I listened to a sermon by Pastor Mike at Transformation Church in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm sure a lot of you know who I'm talking about. Um, he's gotten big, especially this year. But I've been following him. I think I mentioned in another episode. I've been following him since like 2018. I've been watching his sermons. 2017, 2018. I can't exactly remember. But this sermon really spoke to what I wanted to say in this episode. And I was shook. I was like, is he for real? He just always knows. I was like, okay, great. I wanted to like chuck my journal. I was like, oh my gosh, is he for real? But it really helped me structure, structure this episode and really give you clear ways that the story kind of led up to where I am now. So one of the first ones he was talking about, and he was talking about, it's called crazy faith unlocked and how we don't always see what God wants to do in our lives, but that's faith. Faith is is the unseen. God works in the unseen. He works, he creates miracles from the unseen. And so one of the things that he mentioned was you get a word from God. And I wanted to tell you that I got a vision from God, I think around 2018. And this is like in the midst of me, you know, just all around chaotic mind, didn't know what was going on. And I, around 2018, I got this vision and I was just this visual of things that I was doing and all in just a career I was in and blah, blah, blah. And I knew I have a good imagination, but I knew this wasn't me because this is not in my control. I was not in control in that moment. Like I it was not me because I was like, why would I be thinking of that? That's not even on my radar right now. Like that was so random. It was out of nowhere. And my leader at the time said like, write everything down. Like I always mentioned in my other episode, not for Instagram, that I am a big proponent of writing things down and having a journal, no matter if you write in it every day, whether you write in it every month, whether you write in it in a couple times a year. But I wrote it down and I recently looked at it again and I dated it and everything and it's so interesting to me how those same things that I was interested in and those same ideas and concepts and like why behind why I wanted to do things is the same it's the same like two years later it's 
pretty much in alignment with what I wanted, what God has been speaking to me about what the next path or the next step I should take. And honestly, I knew that was powerful at the time in 2018, except I was just kind of like, I was researching ideas about that aligned with it, but nothing really stuck. And I kind of just was like, oh, whatever. Like, this is just Lauren just thinking of things to do again. And it's nothing, you know, to pay mind or attention to. And then fast forward again to this year and I was at a conference and I, it was during worship and I got another visual, another God download and it was a big one. And I'm not going to tell you what because, you know, it's a sacred and special and it's in seed form, but it was something I knew it was God because it was something I wasn't capable of doing on my own and it was something that I use gifts that I don't even think I have, you know, but God knows us in deep and intimate ways and knows the gifts that we don't even think are cultivated yet. And but it was still in alignment with what he said in 2018, but it was more specific and it was bigger and it was like it was clearer. And um, so I knew I was like, oh, okay, that's something to pay attention to. And then this, the other number two that Pastor Mike talked about and what I was, you know, kind of seeing in my own life was action. So fast forward, I'm in 2020. I just graduated from college with my undergraduate degree and received my word of the year, which was boldness. And I was like, oh gosh, I already felt like this was going to be a year of being uncomfortable. <laughs> Did we not know? God was signaling to me like, yeah, you think boldness in one way, but plot twist, it's boldness in another way. And it's being uncomfortable in another way. And then that's when the beginning of the year, when God gave me the idea to start this podcast, which was the first action step. It was rocky. Let me tell you in the beginning to get to this place of what Uncommon Queens is right now. But God was faithful. He showed up quickly. Thank you, God. And then my mom moved, which was another action step, and I was left by myself. And that's when like the true work and the true action came into play because I didn't have someone to be with and to talk to all the time. So I really had to dig into God. And he was not only making me work in the waiting, but he was getting me in the word and he was getting me praying deeper prayers. He was getting me connected to the Holy Spirit and because in the beginning of the year, I was like, where are you, God? I don't see this. I'm back at home. I don't want to be here. Like, where are you? And I was having trouble getting into the spirit. It was just, I was having trouble hearing from the Lord. And I didn't, I was like, oh my gosh, did I miss man? Did I miss hear like what I was hearing from him before I graduated and all this stuff. And he was getting me close to him and his heart for me. He was getting me close to how I hear from him. And it was, yes, it was a lonely time and it, and it still is lonely at times, but I've seen and felt God's love for me the whole time. Even when I'm crying and I'm frustrated, I always come back to, and he always continues to turn me back to like, but I love you, God, but I love you, Lauren. I see you, Lauren. I chose you, Lauren, to be, um, here for such a time as this. And I may not always stand in it, like I said, 
But it's just a truth that he continues to show up. He continues to be faithful. He continues to show me that he's placed people in my life that are meant to be in my life and can speak into me and I can speak into them. And then I was experiencing God's goodness in the simple ways, which I love. And he was downloading vision and insight into my mind. And this is really a hard time because like, like any, a lot of us these days is like, we don't have a job. I just graduated and I was at home and I didn't want to be in Atlanta. And I just learned that God put, put me in this uncomfortable situation to challenge my faith. He, I got in relationship with him in college, but he was like, okay, okay, we're, we're, we're on one level. Okay. But he wanted to strengthen it and move it past you know, my college level faith and move it past, um, relying on the faith of others. And as hard as it is still at times, I know I have to root myself in things I can't see and truth that God has already given me because when troubles arise and when we're shaken by different circumstances, we have to hold truth to those words that God has spoken over us and the truth of who he is and the goodness that he provides and he is always faithful. He is always good. He never changes. And um, then God began to reveal a path that I couldn't believe. And this is around the summertime and it wasn't what I had in mind, like I keep saying, and it wasn't in, the line, in line with the jobs that I was applying for and it wasn't aligned with what I thought my dreams were. And yet I kept looking into it and I kept realizing like how much I didn't want the things that I thought I wanted and how this profession made sense to me because it was built on classes that I was interested in and the interests that I had in high school and middle school and even when I was younger in elementary school helping kids on the playground. Like all of these things culminated to what he was showing me. And I was part of a nonprofit, like I said, and it was just helping girls through those awkward and sometimes hurtful times in middle school. And God showed me all of these pieces that how my and how my story could give him glory. And I think that's one of the things that I'm learning is like he wants to use us to give him glory and to show people his light and his love. And I'm recently learning that it's like these little steps of faith not the big ones, not always the major decisions. It's the little steps of faith. And he wants us to believe and he wants us to prepare. He doesn't want us to sit back and he wants to prepare and believe in what he has for us because, you know, we have to be, we, he doesn't want us to mismanage things. So we want to be prepared for what he has to give us. And it isn't about walking blindly or naively as I have done in the past. It's about preparing our hearts, preparing our minds, preparing our finances, but it's ultimately expecting things from him, not from people, not from the bank. It's expecting things in him and what he can do and the truth that he's given us. So the other part of it, the third part is for others. And I kept learning through books and on my own time with the Lord that that his way, his desire and his purpose for me isn't a doubt just to fulfilling what or use fulfilling me or using my gifts, but it's to use my gifts to give hope to others and it wasn't about it was about me being a vessel for the overflow that God wanted to do in my life and in the life of others 
So just like the outpouring, that's what we talk about with the, the Bible says the abundant life. And, um, I just really knew that that was something different when God was showing me, kept showing me these visions, kept placing this professional in my heart, kept placing this idea in my heart, that it, that it really was bigger than me for the first time. It wasn't just a career that I thought would look good on Instagram, would get me the likes, would do this and that, but it was one that was like, I can be used for the good of others and I can make impact and create a ripple effect. And as Pastor Mike said in the sermon today, it was like he gave it to us so he could give it through us and that it could be, a, we could be a blessing to others. We're, you know, there's a saying, I think it's like, we're blessed to be a blessing to others, you know? And so this isn't, like I said, this isn't for me to get the praise. This isn't for me to, you know, be, look good for others. It's a decision that like this, like to help people know that like this life is, is worth living. And we are loved by God no matter what life throws at us, no matter how many people we don't feel loved by. We are known and loved by an almighty God, and that's hard for us to process. But when you get quiet and you get into the word, it might not impact you day one. But if you keep showing up, God is going to show up for you. And this is about using my pain for a purpose. And what I hope to do with this podcast is, using my mess for a message, you know, as cliche as that sounds, like it's God's heart for us. And it was what is what like Jesus died on the cross for all of our shame, all of our guilt, all of our sins, so that we wouldn't have to walk in shame or guilt or in condemnation. And I realized that God didn't just give me a clear path in college about, oh, change your major to X, Y, and Z, because he knew that my mental state at the time couldn't handle it. I was going to mismanage the promise and the path, and I was going to probably use it for my glory and my good and for my praise and not for a long impact and really having a heart for what he wanted me to do. And I just, yeah, I just wasn't ready. And the fourth thing is that despite doubt, and I think this is the hardest thing I could learn in this season is that not everyone's going to co-sign on your purpose and your passion. And I know like people on the outside of like, oh, people might not understand on the outside, but truly knowing like that people who are close to me might not even understand, like family might not even understand or friends or whoever. And I know that like people only live, people have doubts because and concern maybe for if they if you're they're really close to you like they love you they have doubts because they we live by we know what we have lived or what we can see but that's not how god works god doesn't work by oh you lived this life okay this is how i'm gonna use no he lives like i've been saying he works with the unseen he knows he's the author and the finisher he is the perfecter of our faith like he knows how things are gonna end and he knows what is possible. He knows what's impossible. And he is the impossible, basically. And in the past, I would get these ideas for careers or side projects, like I've said. And in other episodes, I mentioned, like, I would never follow through with them, like websites, um, blogs, like all these things I would never follow through with. And so I felt like, especially this year, I kept telling people too soon. I kept grabbing for things too soon. I kept you know, instead of getting closer to God, I just, I just wanted to hear other people's opinions and other people's validations. And I wanted things to happen 
And I just realized like I that's not good for me. That's in it's incomplete. And I wanted things to happen as I saw them and not how God wanted them. And I was just running around searching for fulfillment from others and fulfillment from getting their yes and getting their support. And so, yeah, I did have my doubts. Um, And it wasn't just like from others. It was like from it was doubts from others like, oh, it's not logical. And now I see some of it was like was rooted in wisdom And some of it was rooted in fear, which makes sense because we want a clear path. We want to see all of these things. We want to know how we're going to get the coronavirus vaccine. We want to know if we can go to the beach and not be scared next summer. Like we want all these things. And I'm not going to lie. Like I doubt, I doubt it. I was like, am I hearing correctly? Is this another thing that I just want to do? Like blah, blah, blah. But I know from years of like, God's not afraid of that. He's not intimidated by that. Like you can ask him whatever question you want to ask him. You're like, God, I doubt that you can do this for me. God, I doubt that you're real. God, I doubt that you can you can move this mountain. Okay? Yeah. He wouldn't blink twice. He wants that. He wants to have that open and intimate communication with you. And we don't, and I love this thing of like, we don't do things because they make sense for others or even ourselves. We move because it fits into God's plan and purpose that is much greater than us. And that is the core of what I keep coming back to. That is the core of faith. That is the core of who God is. And um, it was really it was really just laying down my superficial plan. And through that, God showed me that my dreams weren't they weren't gonna sustain me and that my that my dreams that I thought I wanted and I thought this and that actually weren't rooted in kingdom reality. Like you can have dreams and they can be kind of rooted in reality, but they weren't rooted in kingdom reality of the reality of of heaven. And I knew that this was God because the vision just didn't benefit me. It benefited others. And it kept consistently having visions and it consistently built upon each other as months went by. And it was in alignment with this path that I kept hearing at the conference, kept hearing, writing in my journals, kept being nudged by and just like class, the class that I was a part of in, in high school just fit with, with what I was thinking and what God was saying. And the fifth, the fifth part of this is called, is bigger than you. And so it's kind of like, for others, but it started, I started putting the pieces together and I saw that this vision was bigger than what my two hands and my connections and my, you know, intelligence could do. And it wasn't for, it wasn't just for me to just tell people about MBQ, it was for eternity. And in the sermon today, he said, you don't need faith for something you can make happen. And it's not faith if you can just like, you know, send a text and it's done. It's not faith if you can just walk two feet and get it done. It's not faith if you already have this and that. It's not faith if you just have the good qualifications on LinkedIn. It's not, that's not faith. Faith is, is vision is bigger than you. It's not just a dream. It's bigger than you. And I, and I'm stepping into something that I can't make happen on my own. Like, yeah, I could for sure do some things happen on my own, 
But long term, I can't make this happen on my own. I need to lean on God and wise people around me. Like I can't sustain this without God. And that's what keeps me in faith. And that's what keeps me believing and seeing that God is real. And I could stay in my comfortable bubble. I could live this life on one level or I could reach the level that impacts generations. And I know that sounds like big, but our words, our actions have a ripple effect. And if you don't see that from childhood, like just think about it, like what your parents did, how you grew up affected where you are now in your life in some shape, way, shape or form. So we have the power to impact generations. And that made me realize that as that faith means being okay with not knowing the whole picture. Like, yes, we may have patches like I have right now of like patches of things that kind of make sense, but it's challenging us with a virus of like, we don't know everything. Like we can make predictions, we can hope and pray, but if we don't get into the word of God and pray his prayers, not our prayers, then we won't experience the fullness. And so I have to choose to remember, like we have to choose to remember what God spoke to us in the quiet moments to sustain us in the noisy ones. And it will get noisy, whether it's your thoughts noisy, what's what's other people's opinion, what's your opinion, what social media is saying, what people are posting. Like it's it takes getting remembering in those quiet moments. And that's why it's so, so powerful to write it down or do a voice memo because you can play it, you can read it, and it will remind you of like, God is good. He will keep his promise. And of course, I have a podcast episode. Number six is Waiting Well. And I have a podcast episode in season one about waiting and about working while waiting. And I got more insight into this in the sermon. And God needed me to be alone, y'all, to shift my heart posture. Because I was just like, go, go, go. I thought I thought I was in charge. I thought I knew what I wanted. I was putting his label on my things. Like, he wanted to shift my priorities. And he wanted to shift my priorities in a time that I didn't have friends around. I didn't have friends to visit. I didn't have family to visit. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a place. I wasn't in a place where I felt comfortable. I wasn't in a state or city that I felt comfortable in to distract me from really hearing and getting deep into his word and getting deep into his presence. And being alone sometimes isn't bad. It's the way you steward it. And it's knowing between, it's knowing like solitude versus isolation, I think is the biggest thing. And yes, I am getting, I am getting restless a little bit with this, this moment of solitude. I am feeling, there's feelings of being alone again, you know, but just can, just going to keep pressing, just going to keep pressing into God's faithfulness. And God wanted me in this time of being in solitude to be alone, to be alone, to grow maturity, to grow spiritual maturity, not just maturity connected to age, but spiritual maturity and grow my faith to where like I could be more grounded and know scripture more to combat lies and just move and build faith and where far past, like I said, where it was in college and far past building it on a leader's faith and far past um, people in my small group's faith, like far past that. He just didn't want me to build off of others' faith or create idols, but he wanted me to work on it for what, for who he says I am and for who he is in me. And I also believe that like 
he wanted to increase my capacity to be patient and he wants to do that for you because patience is a fruit of the spirit we all can have we all have it and can walk in it you know it's it's it that really patience is really challenging because of anxiety because you're like constantly thinking and you're constantly either in the past or the present and or the past or the future and you're like ah my brain just like thinks 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 and but it's a constant choice it's a constant decision because we could like anxiety for one hand wants me to be too far in the future but depression wants me to be too deep into the past and it's that tension but that's why god is our rock you know jesus is our rock the holy spirit is our rock and he wanted me to be better at at being in the present moment and listening to others in the present and look and listening to him in the present and that was something that was is still being pressed in and I'm still leaning into and the other one the second to last one is obedience and guys obedience wow um this is not something that we as humans like sorry I popped my my I suddenly popped my um pinky um but we don't want to feel like we are restricted by anything we don't want to feel like we are locked into anything that anyone has control over us but we don't want to give up things we don't want to give up things that we don't see that are hurting us we don't want to do all these things but I've learned a lot this year that it means taking steps that obedience is like taking steps that don't make sense but God is pressing on me to do things or on you to do things so when I when I do them, when I walk in obedience, there are things that come my way that I can see that align with the vision that keep me going and walking in obedience because God, like I said, is always faithful. And I just couldn't stop getting these things off of my mind. So I was like, I have to walk in obedience. I have to walk. Things were aligning. It aligned with my values. It aligned with the word of God. It aligned with th- what things were saying. And it was just that commitment. I'm realizing that my values is, one of my values is to follow God and my commitment to follow God. And that really, I think we all get caught up in, but, 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 but this, but this, but it's, but when we, (laughs) but when we decided to follow God, like we decided to give up our old life and our old ways of, of seeing the world and our and people and take up our cross and so the eighth one is sacrifice and this is a cuss word so um if you're still listening thank you i appreciate it but sacrifice is a cuss word for 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 us um because it's not even really in terms of finances but with our times and with our ta- but with our time and our talent and following god doesn't Following God does require sacrifice, and that could look like sacrificing the dreams, like I mentioned, we thought we had for the legacy that God wants us to have. God wants us to have a legacy. He wants us to leave legacy on this earth because, like I said before, it impacts generations. God doesn't want us to have a legacy on, just have a legacy on earth, but he wants us to win for the kingdom of God, and he wants us to have one that surpasses just um earth but have the heavens rejoicing and that has um, a 
ripple effect into heaven. And I think Pastor Mike also said like provision is on the other side of sacrifice. So he will provide. He will show up for you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And God honors us when we sacrifice for him, not for others, not for what others say, not for the amount of things, not for the amount that we should give others or for the finances that we should give the church or for the the money that we should give our neighbor, but for him because he always keeps his promises and he's a man of his word. So building all of that up, I have to tell you, I'm so nervous. I have to tell you that I'm going to grad school, but I'm going to grad school with an online program for social work um, starting in January and January 2021. And so, yeah, that's weird. Okay. Woo. Um, this is really like, I know, take it in if you are a family or a friend or know of me. Yes, take it in. Let's have a moment. But I'm not going to tell you all of the nitty gritty details because like I said, it's in seed form and there is vision far past what you may think social work is. There's vision far past what, you know, grad school is. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I am moving beyond doubt. I'm moving beyond fear. I am really clinging to faith and to hope and to who God is. And um, so now for the song of the episode, it's guys, do not judge. Okay. Do not judge. It is some Marvin Sapp. We're going to take it all the way back. Okay. We're going to take it all the way back into the times of never would have made it. Never would. Yeah. Never would have made it and close. Okay. We're, We're going that we're going down that road. So if you're not familiar with the song, um, it is an old one, um, but it's basically my testimony. I mean, it's freaking everyone's testimony, isn't it? But it's like, it says, never would have made it, never could have made it without you. I would have lost it all. But now I see you were there for me. And that is just constantly my testimony of like, I don't know if I would be here, honestly, without God. I don't know if I would be do have done the things that I could have, had met the people that I could have without God. And it goes on to say, and I can say, never would have made it, never could have made it without you. And it goes on to a lot of repeating but it says I'm stronger I'm wiser I'm much better when I look back over all you brought me through I can see that you were the one I I held on to and I didn't always you know have this relationship with God but now looking back I can see how he's like oh he's he kept me going in this moment he made this made this person come into my life in this moment he made me think this thought in this moment and it just oh I love this song. It always makes me want to cry. And it says, I made it through my storm and my test because you were there to carry me through my mess. Can I get an amen? I can stand here and tell you I made it. Anybody out there that you made it. Yes, Marvin. It's me. It's me. It's me. Okay. So now we have a second song. This is the last episode of season two, so was I not going to be good to you and not give you two songs? No. Okay. So, I mean, I should, I guess I should say yes. But (laughs) anywho, um, it's close by the same guy, the same artist, Marvin Sapp. And it says, 
says, I must be close to my destiny, extremely close to my victory, because here comes trials and tribulations, jealousy and envy. I must be close to what you have for me. I must be close to my overflow, extremely close to my miracle, because here comes confusion, problems, and enemies. Wow. I just believe that I must be close to what you have for me. To whom much is given, so much is required. To be be qualified must go through the fire, but I won't smell like smoke. I'll be better than before. His guidance is in my life. Just let me know. And then it goes, I must be close to my destiny, extremely close. And it just repeats, um, I, to my miracle, because here comes confusion and problems and enemies. And then it repeats and it says, while walking out the steps that you have planned for me, living by faith, a bright future I see. I won't be swayed by the obstacles that I face, for my victory is secure. If I stay in the race, that's why I just believe. I just believe that I must be close to what you have for me. So I'll go through it. I'll So I'll go through it. I'll go through it. I'll go through it. I just believe. I must be close. So close. Oh, so close to it. Yes, God. Yes, this song. And then it ends as like, I've been waiting, anticipating, I believe, that I'm close to what you have for me. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, Marvin. So now that you've been here for almost an hour, (laughs) I'm going to do my shout out. It's going to be different like the other episode, but my shout out is to God. I am humbled and surprised that I've been blessed with this podcast and I've been blessed with the responsibility of this podcast. But, you know, of course, I feel like I wish I could do this different than that different, put my energy into that. But like, honestly, I didn't know how it was going to work. I didn't know how these months were going to go by. I didn't know if I was going to do seven months, eight months. Who knew? I didn't know. And it just shows, again, like the theme of this episode, how faithful he is when you step out in faith. And so I'm also, I have three shout outs. My second one is my mom. I'm grateful for my mom's support and her feedback and just her excitement about my episodes. And it's just like, oh. I know it's like, oh, is your mom the only one that's listening kind of thing? But like, she's not, by the way. But um, it's just kind of like just a light. And um, yeah, so I thank you, mom, for your support and your feedback and just constantly listening and telling people about it. So my last one is, of course, a shout out to Pastor Mike for the Crazy Unlocked sermon. That really impacted me. I'm still processing right now, just hours after the sermon, how good it was how god moved how i felt like even when i was looking at the youtube chat people were like hype i just felt it even though we weren't in the building i was like yes god is moving god is here when it comes on youtube please listen to it it's called crazy faith unlocked by transformation church it's on youtube it's on apple um podcasts like please listen to it it's good it will really carry you through and like make you excited for 2021 and even now honestly of like what god's doing now and so that's all i have for season two thank you so much for listening thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode and for all of the episodes that you've listened to so far and uh hope this helps you with today, tonight, tomorrow. Happy holidays. Who knows? I might pop in for a bonus episode. So talk to you soon.